Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy, the show that talks 100% LA Galaxy soccer. We're glad you could join us. Now it's time to sit back and relax as your hosts navigate through the twisting, turning, but never boring world of the five-time MLS Cup champion, LA Galaxy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. I'm your host, Josh Guessman, coming to you on Thursday, October 25th, live from Corner of the Galaxy Studios. We have a great show to get you ready for the LA Galaxy's must-win game on Sunday against the Houston Dynamo. It's very simple. You don't need to know very much. The Galaxy need to win. They can't draw. They can't lose. They need to win. That's how all of this works. So we have a great show lined up for you. You're going to go through a bunch of wacky, crazy uh, options of who the LA Galaxy could possibly play if they get by Houston. We'll get you ready for the Houston Dynamo game as well and all your LA Galaxy news that you need to know before you go traipsing off the stub up center on Sunday to help me do that. Uh, he's back two weeks in a row. New world record. Uh, he is uh, he is the man who uh, loves Joao Pedro, and uh, I saw that he already liked Joao's latest Instagram post. Uh, it is Mr. Uh, Portuguese Hammer himself, Mr. Eric Vera. Eric, uh, how's it going, buddy? It's going great. I, I didn't think I was going to start with the, the love for Joao already, but, you know, Forza Joao, if you're listening, you know, I got your back. He's in Greece living his best life. The yep. hashtags tell a deeper story, so you know, go go find yourself a uh, Joao on on Instagram. It's it's a follow good, his life. It's a, it's a good idea. I mean, it's not a horrible idea to go and, and find Joao on Instagram anyway. I mean, yeah. he's he's an attractive guy outside That's of the giant follow. giant head. Watch giant him playing hair. FIFA with his teammates in Greece. He's having a good time. He he's living it up. He <laughs> likes it there. It's be, I'm sure Greece is better than Los Angeles, right? Uh, well, it depends on on how you on what your preferences are, but yes. Yes. I'm sure it is. Yes? But no. probably not. No, probably not. No, no I, I don't think so. I love I, LA too much. I was going to say, it's one of those places I'd probably like to go visit. Yes. And then after about a week and a half, I'd I'm be like, to come back. I, I want to come back to LA. All right, good. Uh, yeah, the LA Galaxy getting ready to take on the Houston Dynamo. Uh, we'll get into the the depths of that game and just yeah, uh, the smirk. Just how crazy it is. Just listening. Yeah. You say Houston Dynamo, must win game. You think happy thoughts, but we have been in this situation before. There's a reason why this long 33-game MLS season has come down to this final game, and it's not because the Galaxy have put away teams they're supposed to put away. I was going to say San Jose, Minnesota, D.C. United. At the time. Yeah, at the time. Wayne Rooney list, D.C. United. Just before Wayne Rooney. Yep. It was it was, it was was uh, B-W-R before Wayne Rooney. <laughs> I really thing. had to think about not a that. Thing. Not a thing. It is. It'll be marked down in history. They'll teach it in colleges, BWR, before <laughs> Wayne Rooney came to MLS. Uh, that's how it goes. By the way, uh, we shout out to the people in the chat room already. Uh, Andy says uh, that it's 4 a.m. Swedish time, which oh. I imagine he is in uh, the the Swedish land. Yeah, you know what? I know that Sweden has picked up some of our podcasts. I should have learned Swedish. That's my fault. We made it this far. I didn't learn my greeting. That's that's on me. You know, my mistake. I was going to say, every once in a while, we get quoted in Swedish, and it's kind of scary for us, because I'm like, I have no idea what they're <laughs> saying about us. Uh, it just, it's just, it's Swedish, 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 Josh Gessman and Eric Vieira, Swedish, Swedish, Swedish. And it's like... I'm sure it's all good things. I, obviously. They see us. We're sexy people. <laughs> this is this is how it works. It's, it's good. So, oh, Good morning, Sweden. Good morning, Sweden. Uh, they're already on their Friday, you know? Yeah, so that's true. I deal with some people overseas, and I'm always jealous because we usually call them. It's Scotland time, and we always call them about 4 p.m., and it's 8 a.m. here, and I'm always like, oh, but you guys are done. <laughs> You're done I mean, for the day. <laughs> that's, that should work. Anyway, LA Galaxy uh, have a, uh, a, a fairly calm week ahead of this. Uh, basically came back from Minnesota after 
after that game on Sunday. They chartered a flight out to Minnesota. Uh, I believe they chartered back, so they were able to get back in a fairly easy time. No major stresses there. And, of course, with Zlatan Ibrahimovic... Um, Oh, good. This is this. We're we're learning more about Sweden as we go. But with Zlatan Ibrahimovic playing 90 minutes on turf, you wanted to give him as much recuperation time as possible. I wouldn't be surprised if they chartered a a, a jet that had like a giant bed in the back for yeah, Zlatan to own, be able to get his, his what, rest. One of those recovery chambers where they put over your legs. I'm sure. I'm sure he's in one of those on the flight back. Uh, but yeah, that tells you how important. Obviously, we're down to our our last uh, three must win games in a row. It seems like so. Of course, they're going to charter the plane out. That that showed. Uh, how serious they're taking they took that game yeah and and maybe they the, needed to <laughs> and maybe that they don't expect to have to charter very much in the playoffs well, i don't know i don't know what we'll they're see. thinking that's that's more me putting it on them than than anything else um no but it, it's all good by the way andy in, in sweden says uh, you guys are quoted in the newspaper expressing every week oh well that's nice. good that's good so if we go to expressing. sweden if we go to sweden are we popular i in feel sweden? like what was i think it was conan o'brien was huge in Finland, right? So it's one of those things. So, yeah, so I feel if like we go to Sweden. I feel if we go, like we should do a Swedish tour. We should. Maybe we'll go do I'm, a podcast live from I'm in. Sweden. I'm, I'm all in. Could we save get, us? We're we're saving a room with you. Let's just, yeah, Andy, <laughs> Andy, and, Andy, and, we're coming. We're coming. We're coming to visit. <laughs> uh, maybe we get like the Swedish tourism board to, to sponsor us. Going, I don't know. This is all gone crazy and off the rails <laughs> already. Thinking. We're six minutes into the podcast. Of course, sideways. That's what happens when you get me two weeks in a row? Yeah, absolutely. Again, I'm, I'm supposed to get my my rest. It's like playing on turf. Like, a week on, a week off. I was going to say, uh, that's how it is. But with Zlatan Ibrahimovic going 90 minutes, you wanted full recovery. Um, it, it's certainly you know, a question of how fresh he will be against Houston. Granted, it's on the nice, cushy field at StubHub Center. Uh, that's always good. He gets to be at home this entire time. He gets to have his recovery and his trainer. Remember, he has his own uh, you know, physical therapy guy who travels with him, who Zlatan, I believe, pays himself. Uh, I don't think the LA Galaxy actually pay that. So uh, I think Zlatan pays himself just for this guy to come around and, and work on his Zlatan. And let me tell you, that's that's a worthwhile investment. When you talk about the injury that he has has had and and how the peak physical condition that he needs to be in, uh, it's an investment. I mean, he's treating his, his body like a business, and rightfully so. But I will say, if we're worried about re- recovery and if we're worried about if Zlatan's going to be healthy, if he's healthy enough, to floss on the James Corden show, then I think he's going to be healthy enough to play. I was wondering People if you're going to bring him. that up. Yeah, so he looked he looked happy. He looked good. We want Slaton in good spirits like this. You, you he's, do. He's you doing do. The, doing the TV circuits, having fun. A happy Slaton is a is a good Slaton on the field. Who was the woman he was on with? Do you remember? Ah, it's yeah, escaping me off. I'll let you look for it. You know, well, yeah. that's interesting. You know, beautiful blonde actress on James Corden. And, hey, Slaton's flossing. I paid no attention to anyone else on that screen. <laughs> it just shows. It just shows you what you're focused. It makes sense. I mean, yeah. you know, I am who I am. That's right. It's Zlatan. You're <laughs> going to pay attention to the man. Uh, that's how it works. Uh, so uh, especially with Zlatan, he's, he's a larger than life character. I didn't even know James Corden was on that show. You know, that was one of those. <laughs> uh, whatever. That's true. Um, no, no so it is. No, I, I think that, you know, the mindset going in here is that all the Galaxy players are extremely confident. All the Galaxy players feel like they figured something out. All the Galaxy players that are playing on the field who are in the starting lineup all feel like they are pointed in the right direction and doing the correct thing. I'll say this, though. You look at Dominic Kinnear in the lineup that he's been trotting out. There's not a lot of variability in these lineups. So, I mean, if you are Houston, you know exactly who is starting and exactly where they're going to be. Not that I think that matters for Houston. I don't think they're that good of a team. Um, But there's something to the fact that there haven't been a lot of subs. 
there hasn't been any sort of, uh, you know, given guys rest or anything like that. And so you have guys who have been sprinting towards the playoffs now, trying to get in a position. And now these tired bodies, after they've gone to Minnesota and wrestled around on the turf for a while, um, they come out of there. They played the game before that outside of uh, Rolf Felcher, who was suspended for yellow cards before that. But every, otherwise, for the last th- for the, all the wins the Galaxy have had, and even for the game against SKC, you look at that and you say, Yeah, 10 out of the 11 were the same. It's the same guys. Yes. And, and eventually that catches up to you, Eric. Eventually, because people are going are gonna to figure out your, your tendencies. The one thing that I will say to that point is they don't have a spark off the, vi- off the bench. The, when they're subbing guys off, it's because they're tired or uh, because there's a change in, in, in tactics. And so that is the scary thing because I, I think back to when we used to have Alan Gordon on our bench. If we felt like we needed something, we could bring Alan Gordon in and maybe he'll you know get one off the back of his knee and, and make weird things happen and, right. and get a goal. We don't, I don't know who that guy is given the starting lineup that we have. I don't know who the the spark is that you bring. And so the rumblings that I, you know, we have heard and we've heard all year long is, you know, Alvarez. Yeah. Do we keep him on the bench? Would he be a spark? I, He could be, but I, I don't think Dom is going to mess with, you know, if he hasn't done it in the first 33, he's not going to do it in the 34th. Although I'm not opposed to it, I don't think we'll see it. But we are missing the magic to happen because it could be Emma, but he's, he's been starting, you know, boating has been starting. So yeah. he's not going to be the spark off the bench that you need. Yeah, absolutely. No, no, it makes no sense. Uh, by the way, Andy says that we can come to his place. Perfect. So it's we're, done. so we're set there. So Sweden, here we come. Um, <laughs> and also it's, uh, Rosamund Pike was on the show with James Corden oh, and, and Zlatan Ibrahimovic. I have no idea who that is. Really? What, what, what is, I would what? like to say that I know exactly what she is, <laughs> but I always feel like I confuse actresses for where okay. they're supposed to go. And so I'll say something. So, and that we're, we're recording live. Exactly. All and right. So we'll I'll move just, on. Yeah. That's, we'll move on. I'm going to say something stupid and everybody's like, you good, Josh, you're a moron. Yeah. Moving I mean, on. They, you guys already know that. So the, the galaxy need help off the bench. That's right. Well, the galaxy could get some help off the bench. I know where you're going with this, Josh. Are you happy about where I'm going with it, or are you it, lo- it, it, are you are you nervous? It's one of those. It is what it is. I'm not happy. I'm not sad. I mean, it, these are our options. The LA Galaxy reported today that Giovanni Dos Santos is back to full training. Dominic Kinnear told reporters today that Giovanni Dos Santos took part in his first full training session. 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 That's how you say it. Uh, he says if all goes well, Gio could be in the 18 on Sunday. I saw the reaction uh, everybody had on Twitter. Um, I saw that everybody was, for some reason, greatly concerned about the LA Galaxy all of a sudden. And Eric, I, I will tell you something that is uh, almost a foregone conclusion. Giovanni Dos Santos ain't starting no game. Yeah, uh, coming off an injury and, and not be training with the team until this week, it would be foolish to put him in a starting spot. So if people are worried about him starting, I, it's I, don't, not. I think those can stop. No, no, no. And, and when you talk about you know players coming off the bench, we ju- I just finished saying that. We don't have a spark. Uh, you know, say what you will about Giovanni Dos Santos. Does he provide a spark? If we get the Geo that was promised, I feel like this is Game of Thrones, the prince that was promised. If we get the Geo that was promised and, you know, he steps up and mot- is motivated and, you know, starts chipping goalies and making things happen, maybe he could be a spark. He has the potential to be a spark. Has he shown that no. this season? No. Right. But does he have the potential to be? And what are our other options? Is Ari Lasseter the other option? That's been, that's been the only offensive sub is Ari Lasseter. Mm-hmm. So if you're already saying, oh, it, Ari Lasseter is, or or that Giovanni Dos Santos isn't as good as Ari Lasseter this year, then I smack you. And <laughs> I say, no, come on, stop. I mean, Ari, Ari's not a game changer. He's not going to do anything. Um, so he may get a lucky chance. He may get a lucky strike. You know, I keep waiting for he him to develop. He might cause havoc. He, you know, running at, again, we're yet to see it happen, but does he have the potential to do it? Sure. So have we seen it? What does the evidence show us? 
yeah. to the contrary. Well, and so Giovanni Dos Santos could be in the 18. You, you could get Bradford Jamison back in the 18 this week as that well. That would be so, a spark. He, so would, he would be a great spark that, off the bench. That, that, with Chris Pontius out, that would be one of those guys that you would look at and say, yeah, maybe that makes some sense. Yeah, he's he's come in and changed uh, changed some games this season. Yeah. So I, I would like that move. If yeah. he's healthy and doing well, I see that working out. Yeah, it's one of those things. That, again, if you if you keep looking at it and you keep sort of seeing where uh, the Galaxy are short on players right now, it's on the offensive side of the ball. So Chris Pontius being out uh, hurts. The fact that Bradford Jamison was out, which is also a sub that, that could have fit in there, is uh, hurts. Uh, the fact that Giovanni Dos Santos was out, which could have been a sub there uh, as well, that all hurts as well. So getting Gio back right now is actually probably great timing. And if you have 10 minutes left and you need a goal from somebody – He's most likely to produce a goal in 10 minutes out of anybody else that you can or, probably bring off the roster. Or at the very least, to pull the other team's defenders away from Zlatan or Ola or the like. The, the Christian know? Wilhelmsen yeah, at, like at, swarm at, at idea. At the very least. Yes. Again, we're, we're a Swedish heavy show today. We, you know what? <laughs> they deserve it. That's right. They do. The, Swede, <laughs> the Swedes are good people. Uh, Zlatan especially and, and everybody else who, has, who I've met. Swedish media, I, I've met a whole bunch. Of, they're, they're some wonderful people. Um, and I love saying their names like Gunnar. It's a solid name. It's a great name. I love it. Okay. Anyway. Uh, So, yeah. So, Giovanni Dos Santos could be back. Um, That's not something that I think you have to worry about overall in terms of how the Galaxy should play this game against Houston. Ultimately, you would say that the Galaxy wouldn't need to put Giovanni Dos Santos in, except in the last 10 minutes when the Galaxy are already winning four to nothing. And then (laughs) you could say, here's 10 minutes. He pulls Laton off and you give him 10 minutes to to rest. That's exactly where I was going. Giovanni could be the victory cigar. He could be the guy you bring in when this game is, is well put away and you bring him in to get him up to match fitness and get him those touches because you're going to need to work some rust. It's been some time since he's in the field. So yeah, you want, you want him to get those minutes and maybe you don't want him in a high pressure situation. Uh, maybe he comes in and gets the fourth goal if you're ready up three and we're getting way ahead of ourselves. Wow. <laughs> but um, Wow. Look at that. Okay. <laughs> but th- that's a scenario where maybe he'd thrive as opposed to a high pressure one, one, zero, zero. And then you bring him in and he's, you know, the pressure could be something that he might have an adverse reaction to. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. It's it's an interesting scenario whenever you come into this and feel that the LA Galaxy really are mostly healthy now outside of Chris Pontius. Uh, everybody else should be available for selection. It doesn't mean they'll make the 18. Uh, there's a good chance that Bradford Jamison could not make the 18. Um, there's a good chance that Giovanni Dos Santos doesn't make the 18, depending on how his body does the rest of the week. Um, and that week, by the way, I said it was a nice, comfortable week. The LA Galaxy trained on Monday. They trained on Tuesday. They had Wednesday off, so a good time to have Wednesday off. Um, and then they they train Thursday as we were recording tonight. They will train on Friday and Saturday. Uh, Saturdays, by the way, uh, is one of those interesting sort of trainings. I don't know if you've... Trainings sort of depend on the intensity and everything else. Depends on how close to a game you are and when you peak and all this other stuff. So Saturdays before a Sunday game are usually walkthroughs. I was and it's say, so, probably not a lot of pushing, just a pushing little, the limits. A little jog, and then there's usually some sort of game that gets played, whether it's the transfer game or knockout or or different things. By the way, they have some great games they played yeah. at training that everybody's super competitive I was about. Say, as it's a, so much fun. As a former rec leader, I can tell you there is nothing better than, uh, you know, a game, a sports-themed game where it's not necessarily competitive as far as team, but when you have a, a game and you can make it competitive, something silly 
That's when that's when you see that team camaraderie come out. That was that was my favorite under Bruce Arena. They, the transfer game was huge, and the transfer game consists of three boxes. There's a middle box and two outside boxes, and a ball gets passed into one of the outside boxes, and two players from the middle box have to go into this square, and then the people who are in that outside square they have to try to keep the ball and do like ten touches to keep it away from them, and then once they get those ten touches, they have to try to take Sit the ball and transfer it all the way over to the far yeah, square again. Yeah, the transfer game is awesome. Um, and so when you do that, you can get points. And so you get a point and like that type of thing. And it used to be on uh, old LA Galaxy teams, uh, it used to be like the older guys against the younger guys. Oh, and so I can see that being a yeah, good time. So you would have like, you know, David Beckham and Robbie Keane and Landon Donovan on all on one team. And you're like, those <laughs> guys are going to win. The young guys used to play their butts off hustle, in that game, yeah, right? Yeah, it's a hustle game. Right, and so you would do it and you, if you steal a ball, that type of thing. So it was great. But those games sort of just get the guys nice and loose. Uh, knockout is a great one as well, which is basically uh, usually an assistant coach. Uh, actually, it used to be Dominic Kinnear. I don't know if he's still doing it now that he's Is he his uh, own interim. assistant? Is yeah, that works? I was, I, he might be. <laughs> uh, he might still do it. it. It's you know one of those things. Dave Sarakin used to do it. But uh, somebody launches a ball in from the touch line uh, to the goal, and the person gets one touch and a finish, and you can't, like, you can't take your time. Clean. Yeah, it has to be clean. You can't take your time and like all this stuff. And if you score, um, then you can. You, that's, that's good. You're good. You score. And then the person behind you, if they miss, then they're out because okay. that person knocked you out in front of you. Gotcha. Or if they make it, then it goes to the next person. And so it can sort of go. And so you play knockout until somebody uh, wins. So knockout's good as well. And they still play that. Ashley Cole. Noted. Very good at knockout. I can imagine. See, there's always it's always the defenders <laughs> who are like good at the goal scoring yeah. games. By well, the who way, who was it? Is it Nick Moran, Nick Ramondo, who's famous, famously known for his touch? It, He's it, supposed to have excellent, excellent touch with his feet. Wouldn't surprise me. Wouldn't surprise me at all. Nick Ramondo's generally excellent at everything he does. It's really annoying. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, pretty sh- I'm pretty sure he's younger than me, too. So he's like more accomplished yeah. than me, younger than me, more athletic, shorter than me. So really, there was no excuse for me not to have reached my athletic prime. Except I was Which, lazy. I was going to say, you can't out Nick Ramondo. You can't Nick Ramondo, Nick Ramondo. Yeah. Live show. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's how it works. That's all the right. content you deserve, Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> Me stumbling quote, over my words. Quote that yeah. expression. All right. You can't um, out Nick Romando, Nick Romando. There we go. There I said go. it. Good night, everybody. Uh, so anyway, so that's just uh, one of those things for training. Now, um, hmm, how can I say this without getting in trouble? I'll say this. If you wanted to possibly go to training, that's <laughs> that's kind of frowned upon. Are you advising people? Um, no, I would never do okay, that. So I'm saying I'm, you would not recommend. I would this. not recommend doing this. Okay. But they they may have gotten a little more lax in allowing people to actually go and see the players. You will not be able to watch training. That's not going to happen. They're not going to let you anywhere near the field, as a matter of fact. But if you wanted to go see players get from the building to the training facility and from the training facility back to the building, sometimes. On some occasions, some people have been able to do that, although I explicitly tell you not to do this. Yeah. Okay, I, there we go. We're not recommending that. We're, we would but, we would advise against it, yes, as a matter of fact. Exactly. We are advising against that particular, but... So cancel those flights from Sweden to try to see players, because that's right. we that's, do not recommend that. We do that. not recommend that. Uh, 10 a.m. 10 a.m. is when training starts. Uh, if you... If, you just letting uh, them know me, when they're practicing. For me, whenever I go to training, I always get there early because guys will show up before 10 a.m. to get on the field, and then on a short day, they'll leave usually before 11 because it's not a very long training. So don't expect it to be you know long stuff like that. Just for me, that's whenever I go to training on Saturday. Fair enough. I'm allowed to go, by the way. I just want to point that out. That's not fair. I mean, gosh. it's not fair. You can't say that. It's and not say, fair. Oh, I'm allowed to go. It's not like I ever get to watch training. <laughs> Most of the training is me staring at a fence. Um, because we're not allowed to actually watch training. 
Um, so whenever it's at the end. That's just if you want to behind the scenes and, and sort of see how that goes. Uh, the LA Galaxy, by the way, are advising fans to arrive early for Sunday's match. Uh, LA Galaxy put out a press release today and says the uh, LA Galaxy are advising fans to arrive early to the LA Galaxy's 2018 regular season finale against the Houston Dynamo at 1.30 p.m. Pacific time on Sunday, October 28th. With multiple professional sports events scheduled for Sunday in Los Angeles, fans driving to StubHub Center for the match and arriving later than 12.30 p.m. will risk missing kickoff will risk missing kickoff. We're on fire tonight. between the two sides. We should have, we should have had beer for this one. Yeah. This one this the, it was because we're doing it sober it's <laughs> it's not working for us. Uh let's see. Duh, 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 duh. Uh to go accommodate early arrival parking lots A and D will open at 8 p 8 a.m. Pacific time uh with all other parking lots opening at 10:30 a.m. Pacific time. Uh, season ticket member gates will open at 11.45 a.m. and main gates will open at 12 p.m. Pacific time. Um, and also the Galaxy Express is, of course, in operation. And not, to, and not to forget, it is Fan Appreciation Day as well. So I will be there at the stadium. You will see me. Um, I have a special delivery to bring to the stadium. Um, oh, nice. Yes, it, it's gonna get it's gonna get a little sad, uh, you know, because the studio is gonna get a little bit less crowded in here, Eric. But uh, I'm going to uh, be delivering the wooden spoon uh, back to the supporters, Angel City Brigade, um, and we'll see uh, we'll see how how that all goes. I, I Am only, I allowed to touch it? Is I, this bad form? It's no. I, it's only, I was gonna say, is this one of those things like you're not allowed to touch the trophy before you win it? Yeah, it, but we've already won it. We've earned it. Yeah, there you go, San so, Jose. So, this so, is coming to you with love. There, there. There's not a better home I could think of for this wooden spoon than the Bay Area and the lovely people of San Jose. May this wooden spoon come to you with much prosperity. Yes. And may you keep it for a very, very long time. Yeah, I put... To you, San Jose. I put the ducks on there for now. Those are not staying with the trophy. I just wanted the... Yeah, they're just... ducks. These are not permanent add-ons. Those are patos. I just put them there to to sort of do it. But yeah, so there it is, the wooden spoon. I will be delivering that to Angel City Brigade. They will, of course, retake the uh, ownership of that. And then, uh, per the rules of the wooden spoon, uh, you're allowed to change one thing on the spoon before you hand it off to the other person whenever it goes to the International or Independent Supporters Council. I just want to say... Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. This is not an official MLS. This is the closest I'll get to sniffing (laughs) some hardware. But it is like an official MLS trophy. It's official, unofficial. It's unofficially official. If if, if you follow Major League Soccer, this means something to you. Or it may not mean something that you want, but people know what this is. And so I think last year they added the Anthony... Pre-court, Pre-court memorial. memorial. <laughs> Anthony Pre-court still rest alive. In peace. Yeah, still alive. Uh, so I, I'm curious to see what uh, what the supporters groups. Come would on you have a suggestion it. for I, them? Would I have a suggestion? You you kind of mentioned it. I don't want to steal your thunder. I think adding uh, and again this recommendation comes from Mr. Josh Gessman himself. I a, just so you know, st- I did not officially recommend this. I said this is something I think somebody would do. I think okay, it's going to San Jose. So yes. I think a sticker of a Smurf. Would be a nice addition. Yeah, I would second that. Yeah, again, again, not something nice, not something great. Just you know, one of those dollar spot glittery stickers. Just throw throw a little Smurf on there. Yeah, let them know this is coming to you and it's staying with you all of next year. Everybody on the podcast who's not seeing Eric holding up the trophy and great pod. Yeah, I know, good stuff. Um, (laughs) It is it is wooden. uh, It is a wooden trophy made out of uh, basically it looks like plywood uh, around some. This is a Home Depot craft. Yeah, this is something you take your kids to Home Depot on a Sunday morning and they say, okay, we're gonna let you. You know, hit a few nails into a few boards. Here's some wood glue. Yeah. Go at it. It's that's not what, exa- that's it's what a, it looks like. It's, it's not symmetrical. N- yeah, it's not plumb up and down. It's a, it's 
little tilted in some areas, and it's not. It's very uh, uneven. It's, it's, so if you if you want to see it, you go on to our YouTube channel, and you yeah. can see it. Eric has been displaying it very nice. Vanna White style, you, you know, absolutely. I'm, you can you can put I get it down. Paid the medium bucks. Yeah, yeah, you can put it down now. You're you're done. Um, so anyway, but yeah, so the wooden spoon will be going back, and of course, uh, if you want to go and take a picture with a wooden spoon and say goodbye to it, you're more than welcome to do that. Um, let's see. The gates. Uh, the game is at one thirty. Uh, the gates for me will open at eleven thirty. I will probably be there around ten forty five. Um, I will also have stickers. Um, I will have some other stuff. So if you see me, say hi, and I'm sure I'll have some stuff to give away. Otherwise, we'll see everybody at halftime at the bottom of, or excuse me, the bottom of the press box stairs, the top of section 108. If you want to come say hi. Uh, said, did they have a plaque there yet? The Corner of the Galaxy official meetup spot? They, they should. The, the, all the security guards know when we come down, they're like, <laughs> yeah, there they are. They're ready for you. Um, so that'll do, we'll, we'll meet you there as well. And I'll try to give away all the stuff that I bring with me. I, I have no idea. I have so much quote unquote junk in here <laughs> that I, I'm sure I can give some stuff away. So we'll but, see you there for, for that particular thing. And but yeah. kudos to you to giving the listeners something they, you know, always appreciated. So that is very cool to meet up with, with Josh and the COG family, get some stickers, see the wooden spoon. So yeah, it should be a lot of fun. And, and going back to getting to the stadium early, uh, Sunday, and we talked about it on, uh, the other podcast I'm on, Guys in Short Sports Los Angeles, if you're not listening to that. Uh, Sunday is just going to be a, a crazy day. The Kings are playing. The Rams are playing. The Clippers are playing. The Dodgers are playing. Hope, hopefully the Dodgers are playing, <laughs> <laughs> barring uh, uh, some some really bad uh, scenarios over the next couple of days. So traffic in L.A. Will be, will be very, very difficult. But I think even if those teams weren't playing, it's the last game of the season. Playoffs are on the line. You're going to see a large crowd at Step Up, regardless of the other things in LA. That just elevates it to a different level. Yeah, yeah. It should be. It's going to be a very interesting day. I mean, overall, the whole day is is just. Uh, it's. Uh, Larry Morgan tw- uh, uh, texted me and said, you know, as a, as a sports journalist, you very rarely get to cover games that actually mean something. <laughs> um, and he goes, so he's like, he's pumped up about Sunday because yeah. he's like, this game means something. Like you actually get to cover something that has a, a repercussion, immediate repercussion yes, you, that we'll, we'll, you'll know. There now, are emotions tied to what's going to happen. Not only will you know if the LA Galaxy make it to the playoffs based upon whether they win. And remember, it's it's a win because if they, drew, if they were, were to draw with Houston, they would finish tied on points with with Real Salt Lake, and they would lose the tiebreaker because it's number of wins, and RSL has one more win than the LA Galaxy do. So they can't they can't advance with a draw. That's why a draw doesn't work. Yes, they would be tied with RSL, but RSL, who's not playing this weekend, holds the tiebreaker. They they hold the tiebreaker over them. I mean, you know, it was it, there was another scenario that if Portland lost twice, and you know that the Galaxy would have a tiebreaker over Portland if the Galaxy yeah. won twice. But that you were not there. We're anymore. past that. We're past that. And we, if if you're Real Salt Lake, do you watch the game as a team? Or is yeah. that, yeah, yeah that's a team building thing. Yeah, you do. You, you, you and get your heart ripped you, out. You probably wear Houston Dynamo and hats. covered and, in orange, yes, top like, to bottom. Yeah, I'm sure there might even be a, like an actual broadcast camera like <laughs> looking at them, like the whole, like whenever the Galaxy yeah, score. Yeah, like they do with, uh, when they announce teams for the, the, for the NCAA tournament. Yeah, they have exactly. a camera on the whole team in the locker room. Yeah. Yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't want that camera from RSL. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it would be, it would be interesting to see, uh, how, how the whole thing was. Um, yeah. So again, it, it's, uh, the LA galaxy, um, you know, it's an interesting game and, and there's so many outcomes and, and by the end of this game, you're going to be able to know whether or not, um, you can, 
who you're going to play. I mean, because I, was say, I have I, some scenarios. I know. Well, let's, go hold there, on. Hold on. on just wait. I, I want to <laughs> give everybody the decision day coming up on Sunday is that there are uh, 11 games, 22 teams playing. Again, there's 23 le- teams in the league. RSL's not playing. So 22 teams are playing all at the same time. Everybody kicks off at 1.30 p.m. You want to know why it was on Sunday? Uh, it's because they wanted it to be on Sunday and they wanted all the teams to kick off at the exact same time. And that's exactly what's going to happen. So no matter what time zone these games are being kicked off, at, it all kicks off at 1.30 p.m. Pacific time. Um, and 2.30 that, Mountain time. 2.30. 4.30 East Coast time. time. Yes, very good. Oh, Sweden. Sweden. Check in. Uh, yeah, what time is yeah, that? What time is 1.30 Pacific time? I don't know. Is that eight hours? They're probably nine hours. Nine four hours? hours? Four hours when you started at seven. Let's do the math here. Five plus four, nine hours. Nine hours? Okay. Nine hours ahead, though. Yes. So okay. 9.30 p.m. Pacific time. Well, 9.30 well, p.m. Uh, Swedish time. Swedish time. Okay. <laughs> Don't they do it in military time, though? So isn't that... Uh, 11? No, it's 21. No. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Sorry. 20, I'm thinking ahead. Is it 21? I'm thinking Yeah, 9 morning. and 12 is 21. God, the math <laughs> on this... This is not a good show. I can tell already. This 2130. Is, 2130. Uh, in Swedish in time. Swedish time. Go for it. Uh, okay, there we go. Uh, so that's what it'll be. Uh, so all 22 teams playing. Uh, the LA Galaxy have no idea who they're going to play right now. Uh, it is a possibility of four teams? There are four teams. There are four teams four the LA teams. Galaxy could play. Now, here's the, here's the thing we know. 9.30 p.m. Stockholm time. Good job. Nailed Look it. at you, Andy, coming in a clutch. Um, anyway, so uh, there's uh, there's four teams that could possibly be it. Uh, the guarantee is that the LA Galaxy will absolutely, if they win, be the sixth seed. Yes. We that, know that. That is not changing regardless. It, it doesn't well, matter what I won't say regardless of the outcome, but they need to win. They need to but win. But if they win, they're sixth place. There's no other scenario where they don't get sixth if they win. Yeah, yeah. And and that doesn't mean they can't get fifth. They can't get no. fourth. They, they can't get seventh. <laughs> they're not if li- they win, <laughs> they will be in sixth place. Yes. That's it. Um, so no, it's, uh, it's perfect, uh, how that works and, and see how, how it goes. Um, so you look at, um, then the possibilities and there are four teams. Now you, Eric did the, the legwork on this. He actually went and tried to plan this out and figure it out. And you have named all of your scenarios, something. So can you give us just the names of the scenarios to start with? So we understand what we're doing. I have three categories is the way I've broke these down and I've has likely scenarios. Mm -hmm. I have the wacky scenario. I have the, oh, I'm sorry, four. I have the extra wacky scenario. Right. And then I have the super MLS wacky supreme scenario. Right. So I, I went to the trouble to name all these scenarios for you. Thank so you. So again, there's four four possible outcomes. Uh, I'm sorry, four different teams. Right. Seven different outcomes that I punched the numbers on. Four of them are, are Seattle. Okay. And then the other three, we have an SKC, an LAFC, and a Portland, but... I can walk you through those. So, if so, like. so if you're starting to already plan your wardrobe ahead, because you like tempting fate, um, apparently, if you're already planning your wardrobe for someplace, then think Pacific Northwest, yeah. because Seattle seems like a likely destination for the LA Galaxy. Uh, go over the scenarios now. Let's start with likely. We'll get to super MLS wacky extreme <laughs> there, uh, which should probably be a gum flavor. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah I'd buy it. That nah, would too. Okay. <laughs> Uh, we're weird though, so that's uh, that's okay. Although maybe we get T-shirts that say "Super the Wacky Super MLS." Wacky MLS. <laughs> Supreme. Can, I can Supreme. do. Some, you know, I'm going to write that down. That's it. That's it. You you start Flag talking. It. All right. So the most likely scenario, uh, and again, this is based on the predictions from 538.com. Uh, SKC wins versus LAFC. Dallas wins versus Colorado. Seattle wins versus San Jose, and then Vancouver. Um, 
wins or draws versus Portland, even though um, Portland might win it. Again, the way this, the scenarios look on 538 has Vancouver either winning or drawing. So if that's the scenario, Sporting Kansas City finishes the top of the West, 62 points. Da- FC Dallas finishes second place, 60 points. And Seattle finishes in third with 59 points. Uh, LAFC then drops to fourth place with 57. Portland would have 54 or 55 points, depending on if they get uh, a draw or if they um, or if they lose that game. So that's the most likely scenario. Okay. Second, so that, and that puts the LA Galaxy playing Seattle. Seattle. Okay. So Seattle's the number three seed, and that's who they would face. Again, the six, three, six seed plays the number three seed. Four and five play each other. First and second round, uh, first and second seed get a bye. Right, got it. All right, second most likely scenario, uh, you get Sporting Kansas City and LAFC, they draw. Uh, Dallas beats Colorado, Seattle beats San Jose, and then Portland beats Vancouver. In this scenario, Sporting Kansas City still gets first place, but based on goal differential, because they'd be tied with Dallas on wins, Dallas gets second place. You still get Seattle in third with 59. LAFC gets 58. They drop to fourth. Portland gets 57. So the first two scenarios that are very likely to happen, Seattle, Seattle, regardless. Okay. Third one, let's get a little funny with it. What if LAFC pulls off the upset? At Sporting Kansas City. Ooh, interesting. Okay. LAFC beats Sporting Kansas City. Dallas is still going to beat Colorado. Right. Seattle's still going to beat San Jose. Portland could still beat Vancouver. Now, LAFC leaps to first place in the West. They get a bye. FC Dallas gets um, a second place. And again, that goes back goes down to goal differentials, what that would likely come down to. Seattle, still third place. So they'd have 59 points. Sporting Kansas City would have 59 points. But if Seattle wins, they'll have 18 wins. To SKC's 17 wins, so they win the first tiebreaker. Right. Seattle gets third place. Okay. So again, it gets a little wackier. That's still good. get Seattle. Okay. So yeah. Well, even a little wacky. It just a little wacky. Just, you still get Seattle. Okay. Got it. Then, still Seattle. Let's say Seattle don't win. Okay. Seattle. Draw. Seattle. Seattle draw. Seattle to draw. Draw oh. to San Jose. Oh, to San Jose. Oh, at that's home. right. Pl- oh, yeah. They draw oh. at home to San Jose. Let's San, just say San Jose has four for wins. Four wins all season, right? <laughs> then Sporting Kansas City would still get first place. FC Dallas would still get second. Seattle still gets third with a draw. So we'd still end up against Seattle uh, in that third spot. LAFC drops to fourth. Portland drops to fifth. So I think you're noticing a theme here. Right. That with all the likely scenarios, even if it gets a little wacky, even if Seattle struggles, we're still going to likely see Seattle in that number three spot. But because we like to have fun, let's yes. get wacky. Let's get, uh, let's get super, wacky. How, how wacky? Let's, we're just going to get wacky. Just a little just wacky. wacky original recipe. Okay, here. wacky original recipe. So okay. Sporting Kansas City wins. Dallas wins. Seattle loses. What? San Jose goes. The the wooden spoons on the line. They're inspired. Right. They want to beat a playoff the, team. They've already clinched the wooden spoon. <laughs> they they can't. It doesn't matter what they do in this last game. But they they, w- they own the wooden spoon. They win the wooden spoon with pride. Okay. And again, this is the scenario you're rooting for. You're right. rooting for San Jose to beat Seattle because if that's the case, Sporting Kansas City finishes first, sixty two points. Right. FC Dallas finishes second, right. sixty points. And LAFC finishes third. Oh, and so, that's the and that's the matchup. So if LAFC finishes third, the LA Galaxy would play LAFC at the Bank of California Stadium either on October 31st or November 1st. They haven't worked they, those out and, yet. And you, by the way, people are asking in the chat room you won't if, know if we know whether or not. And we will. We should know by the time I leave the stadium on on Sunday night or Sunday afternoon. Yeah, they'll have that sorted they out. They should have it sorted out and we'll be able to tell you which day the Galaxy play and, and who they go. But that was just wacky. And That was and, just wacky. And wacky is legal now in California. So <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's and a then good thing. Yes. With the other results, Seattle and Portland, they're interchangeable. They're four or five. It really doesn't okay. matter. Okay. So that, uh, if you if you want LAFC, you need you, SKC winning. You need a little you wacky. Need, you need Dallas winning and you need San Jose winning. Okay, good. So tricky. Okay, yes. A lot of, a lot of things if you want LAFC. You okay. ready for extra wacky? I am ready for extra, extra wacky MLS. <laughs> wacky? Extra wacky. 
wacky. Oh, just, no, rent, just extra, just extra wacky. Okay, so just like, a little, like cr- it's left extra the, crispy. It's but... left in the deep fryer a little bit longer. Gotcha. There's some Cajun seasonings on there. It's just mm. extra wacky. Right. You know, you good. have regular wacky, you, you kick it up a little bit. All right, good. All right, so this is LAFC win versus Sporting Kansas City. So away at Sporting Kansas City, they somehow win. Dallas still beats Colorado. Mm-hmm. Seattle draws or loses to San Jose, so a draw or a loss, and then Portland wins versus Vancouver. Then you get LAFC in first. FC Dallas in second comes down a goal differential to separate those. Sporting Kansas City drops to third. Okay. So you now get Sporting Kansas City away to SKC. Away to SKC in that's the a, extra wacky. That's scenario. a tough. That's a tough so matchup. That's there. again extra wacky. Not not a favorable outcome uh, for the LA Galaxy there. But that would be if it got extra wacky. Okay. You and ready for the big finish. I'm, I'm ready for extra this is, wacky. Supreme. This is super MLS wacky supreme. 100 units on the Scoville scale. Extra spicy. Habanero pepper, ghost, ghost pepper, ghost, ghost pepper. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say ghost pepper. I'm actually gonna throw up, and, and I have been um, doing this while you've been talking. If you're watching on our YouTube station, I've been throwing up the actual standings so that way people can Perfect. try to to put these in to where they are. So go ahead, continue. Right. Extra wacky. What's it called? Super MLS wacky supreme. Super MLS wacky. Our new gunpoint. Okay, <laughs> good. LAFC win at Sporting Kansas City. Dallas loses to Colorado. Mm-hmm. Seattle loses to San Jose, <laughs> and Portland wins versus Vancouver. There's just so many in there. You're like, no. <laughs> the, exactly. This is why this is super MLS wacky supreme. I got you. I got you. So okay. LAFC would then finish first with 60 points. Okay. SKC in second with 59. Portland with their win and then the Dallas and Seattle losses jumps to third place. Okay. So you now get Portland in third place tied on wins, tied potentially on goal differential. So goals four could come into play. Okay. And that goes back to our math if... If you win, you have to win by one. If you lose, you have to lose, lose by, by one. one. Yeah. So that would put their both of their goal differentials at eight. Right, and it depends on, it how, depends that, on, on how what the score would this, actually this, be. What the score yeah. be would change that. But if it, it was 1-0, 1-0, a 1-0 win and a 1-0 loss, then it goes to goals four, and Portland ha- has more goals four. And if you're saying if Dallas loses, there's no way they could have more goals four than if Portland wins. So now you get Portland at three, Dallas at four, Seattle at five. So that's the most unlikely super wacky MLS supreme is Portland, extra wacky, you'd get SKC, kind of wacky, you get LAFC, but the most likely scenarios, four different scenarios, four out of the seven, have a sing Seattle. So if you're preparing, prepare for Seattle. Okay, so Pacific Northwest, a little chilly, bring your rain jacket, that seems like all good, but that would mean, if the Galaxy get by Houston, again, we're not conceding that point, and we'll certainly talk yes, about that game and that, get you that, ready. That is caveat number one. <laughs> number one. None of these scenarios come into, or just substitute RSL in those scenarios. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, RSL then would have all those <laughs> scenarios, so um, yeah, that's it. You just did all the math for RSL, yeah, should the Galaxy welcome. draw this? I just, there's there's a part of me in the back of my head that goes, okay, Galaxy are winning 2 nothing or one nothing coming in toward the 89th minute Ugh, and Houston could score it. a goal like it makes just, us nervous Zlatan's it, been subbed off because he went 90 minutes on turf that's the week right before. He's, so he's tired already so you went defensive you threw <laughs> Gio comes in oh, Gio comes fans in. are nervous <laughs> Dom uh, is sweating and you know they can't turn the lights out like they've done on Houston before so you know it's one of those it's gonna be in the afternoon doing turn the lights out isn't gonna help anything yeah you're not gonna get that halftime inspirational lights out yeah movement that's right that's right um so so all those things sort of put it in but here's the thing that you go into and you and i were discussing this before we started talking and we were talking about who's better than the la galaxy and listen if you go by records the the list is about 11 long all right supporter shield they're yeah 12th or 13th depending on where where you put them so if you're going by records right they're the 12th or 13th best team in major league soccer but i think our eyeballs tell us otherwise 
I'm trying to do the math here because I think somebody just gave you one billion Audi index points oh, for all nice. those scenarios. But Perfect. The comma and there's a lot of zeros. And I've, I've been I've been waiting to finally beat you on the Audi index for, yes. for a pod. That's why I prepped. Uh, I just got one billion plus oh. one just for looking. <laughs> and amazing. I had the Swedish time zone. I I mean I'm I'm knocking it out of the park here. Hey, if the Audi index made sense, <laughs> all right, everybody would use it. Okay, that's how it goes. Um, no, but we were talking about who's better than the LA Galaxy, and whenever you look at the c- conglomeration of talent that is available to the LA Galaxy on the field. Uh, I mean, okay, so let's say you want to put them up. Let's just go to the Western Conference and look at the Western Conference teams, okay? So the top team in the Western Conference sporting right Kansas now, City. Sporting Kansas City. You and I both agreed that would be a tough matchup away. I think uh, technically you give it to Sporting Kansas City. You look at the last game that they played, Sporting Kansas City dominated that game. The Galaxy were lucky to come out of there with a draw. But I, you can see a scenario where... SKC has a rough night, and the talent of of the LA Galaxy could could sneak in there and take them. So yes, uh, SKC is better um, technically with their record, but you can see a scenario where the Galaxy could could sneak by them. You could see, and if it's a one off, and again, you're talking about knockout round games, it gets more difficult because that's one game. Anything can kind of happen. You know, I tend to if you're going to be a knockout game against SKC, I kind of want to give the edge to SKC. Yes. I, I really do, especially at their house. At their house for sure. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, so that, but. Okay, so what's who's the next? What is LAFC? Dallas? Is oh, LAFC number two. Okay, do you feel nervous about the LA Galaxy we've, going up against LAFC? We've seen LAFC? this movie before. That's a, I, in fact, you would say that that's almost a, prefer, a preferred yeah. matchup because you know that the LA Galaxy currently reside in LAFC's head. They have an apartment there. They're 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 not even renting. They bought. <laughs> All right, they bought in Los Angeles. It's a solid investment. Yep, absolutely. Um, so that's that's how it goes, and and so you do the whole thing. I, I think LAFC really is you know one of those teams that the the LA Galaxy could have a bunch of playoff success against. So if yeah. that scenario came and, down, and again, and I don't want to be foolish and, and we don't want to say we're homers lafc has talent but just the way that the la galaxy have played them they have shown that they they have their number so so it's it's again we're not being homers here we've seen it we've seen how they've played against their 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 team and we know how the galaxy can perform and how they get up for that game yeah yeah so um no it's always always interesting and and, and again you see all, all that stuff um so yeah you look at how the galaxy are, are going against lafc you feel confident uh, fc dallas mm-hmm. FC Dallas doesn't scare me. Again, on paper, FC Dallas is supposed to be better, but we've gone away, uh, and those have been the goal fests. Yes. Again, FC Dallas. So, again, you, you know that the Galaxy could score goals on FC Dallas, so if the defense tightens up, this isn't the same defense that we saw when we faced them, I believe, in June and July. That's when we were letting in goals like crazy. So you say, now the defense is playing a little bit better. We can still put goals in the back of the net. There's a scenario where we can beat Dallas. So, so far, three for three, three scenarios where... Where you they're, could, they're you not could blown say, out of the water. They're not, they're not blown out of the water. I mean, you but could, you could see a scenario where they go to SC, SKC and get they, blown out of the they water. They don't get the post. Yeah. They don't get the calls. And yeah, they, it's it's a possibility, but you you can't say with a hundred percent certainty that they'll be embarrassed. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so and that's throughout the Western Conference. I mean, even if you just go to Seattle, um, I think the Galaxy can match up well against Seattle. You saw them beat Seattle soundly. Um, oh, nice. That was that's nice. That was it, that's nice. Audi little, index points. That, that is. I don't think that was intentional. But it, well it done. It wasn't. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> no. If you, if you, I think they can beat Seattle. Um, I think they, they can beat Seattle at home. I think they can beat Seattle away. I think either of those are possibility. But you, of course, do worry that if Seattle is most likely that you would have Zlatan Ibrahimovic now playing on turf again. Uh, short turnaround time yeah. from and, the game on Sunday. And away at Seattle. That is a, th- That's a tough game. It's a tough place to play. 
aside from the turf. Yeah. You know, and, and when we talk about home field advantage, what does that mean? We know they get loud and does it affect the players? Probably not. Does it affect the referee? I think statistics have shown that that does happen. Home yeah. teams do get more calls, and that's what you'd have to worry about. And, and I will say that I think Seattle is a dangerous team. I think that they're one of the yeah. hotter teams when in the they Western click. Conference. When they click together, they're good. Um, so, so certainly, uh, one billion and one points for Josh. Thank you. Um, yeah. So whenever, fair. whenever they click, I mean, they're dangerous. I, I worry more about them than almost any other team. I think Portland match. I think the galaxy match up well against Portland. Mm-hmm. I think they have matched up well against Portland. So Portland doesn't scare me. I mean, so you're looking at all these playoff teams. I just, is there one we didn't talk about? No, no we got, those, we got are, those would be all, all the playoff teams. Yeah. Cause you can't play RSL. No, no. And good. Cause I don't think the galaxy match <laughs> they, up. Well that's against the one them. matchup where maybe they do worry you given what, what they've done to them. Certainly if you go there uh, at, yeah. at RSL, it would be one of those questions, but that's not a possibility. So we don't have to worry about that. So, I mean, you look at it really outside of the, the big names, I think New York Red Bulls, I think Atlanta United are the two teams. Atlanta United, for sure, talent wise, I think they have enough talent on the team that match that can match up against the LA that Galaxy. Pass the LA Galaxy. Yeah, and, and go past it. And, and, the and then you mix in the way they play, their tactics. I think that's now you now, don't feel comfortable going into that game. Now, before everybody thinks that I'm crazy, by the way, uh, that I've, I've been saying this for most of the year, that the LA Galaxy have more talent on the field than all these other teams, and it hasn't mattered, Eric. Yeah. It, it hasn't mattered at all. Again, Minnesota, yeah. DC, San, San Jose. Jose. We know how this works. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, those are the things that you still have to keep in mind as you're as you're looking at this. So, all those playoff scenarios. And by the way, you did an excellent job on going Thank through you. all that stuff. I know. I'm sure people in the, are, dri- are going to be driving in their cars and be <laughs> they're like, going to try, you know, getting minute. the abacus out and counting fingers, counting toes. It took me a little a little bit to get this information, but I, I felt like I felt compelled. To, you, to work out all the scenarios. You got it, because Larry Morgan, not on Twitter, uh, Larry Morgan was writing a, a, a notebook, and he goes, hey, can you give me all the possible playoff scenarios for the LA Galaxy? <laughs> and I'm like, no. Well, there I you go, go, Larry. I go, it's like one of four teams, dude. I go, it's, it could be anybody. And he's like, oh, okay. And after I explained it to him a little bit, he's like, oh, yeah, that's crazy. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to run through it. But Eric did a great job uh, <laughs> doing that. If the LA Galaxy win in advance, the LA Galaxy would either play uh, Wednesday, October 31st, or Thursday, November 1st. Uh, they will play on the road. It doesn't matter where they go. They will be on the road. Um, if it's against LAFC, it would be a short trip. That's nice. Uh, if it's against Seattle, then going uh, to the Pacific Northwest. Remember, game on Sunday, you'll basically train on Monday, and then on Tuesday Travel. you're traveling and you're playing a game on Wednesday. Uh, and then that sets it up for the following Sunday. If the Galaxy somehow advance past a knockout round, after, of course, the caveat of that they beat Houston to get into the playoffs. I, I refuse to, <laughs> to go past it. that. Yeah. yeah we, we. Uh, if they get past that knockout game, then they would be playing on Sunday, November 4th. Uh, and then uh, that game would be at StubHub Center. So I can tell you right now that on Sunday, November 4th, the Galaxy get past the knockout round, they would have a home game. Yeah, first uh, leg goes to the lower seat. That's right. And then it would be Sunday, November 11th for the return leg of that. Um, and I'm not going to go further than that right now. That's all That's all you really need that's to know. That's what we need to worry about for now. Yeah, exactly. Um, by the way, it would be Sunday, November 25th. Um, and then I think Thursday, November 29th would be the conference yeah, finals. Go, it gets late. It's because there's an international later. break in yeah. between November 11th and November 25th. Yeah, so that's UEFA Nations League time. Oh, good times. Uh, <laughs> and then, of course, the 2018 MLS Cup is hosted on Saturday, December 8th at the highest seed. Is it highest seed? I always highest remember highest seed. Like, because I always go, is it, it's like whenever you ask somebody to turn up the shield. air. Whenever you ask somebody to turn up the air conditioning, what does that mean? Does that mean you turn it down oh, lower? Yeah, or you, you turn it lower. The you, numbers go lower. Lower if by saying turn the, it up, the power increases. See, that's what um, this I'm is, with you. Okay, good. Index points. Wanted, index points. There we go. Uh, so anyway, so so that's how that sits, um, and that's how it goes. I, I wanted to get to some quick. Um, 
just the playoff standings. You mentioned 538 uh, before, and we've talked about them uh, many times on the show already. But uh, currently, the LA Galaxy's chance to get into the playoffs, 56%. Uh, Real Salt Lake's 44%. Uh, if you notice those equal 100%, because one of those yeah, two teams is getting say, in. It's getting a lot cleaner <laughs> now on 538. It is. By the way, the LA Galaxy have less than a 1% chance of winning the MLS Cup. Um, I'd love to... Oh, excuse me. No, a 1% chance. It's exactly 1%. A 1% chance of winning MLS but Cup. I bet you a win if this they, weekend changes that. If they go into the playoffs, that. they it probably would, uh, would increase <laughs> it might a little go bit. to 2%. I'm it, just saying. It is interesting. It is interesting <laughs> that RSL has less than 1% chance of making the MLS Cup or, or, or winning MLS yeah. Cup. So uh, very interesting. Now, as we go, the game itself, uh, LA Galaxy versus Houston Dynamo, again, 1.30 p.m. kickoff time, uh, 64% chance of an LA Galaxy win, uh, a 17% chance of a Houston Dynamo win. That leaves 19% in between uh, to sort of go for the draw. Uh, I think that's going to be an interesting number to watch. But mm -hmm. before we get anywhere all the way there, I wanted to talk a little bit about the rumors that have been surrounding uh, Dario Benedetto. Um, because he scored a ridiculous goal yeah. this weekend. Uh, <laughs> was it turn. this weekend or last night? It was, I think it was I think last, last night. night. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so maybe Wednesday night. Uh, Boca Juniors uh, were playing, uh, and uh, he has been injured. That's one of the things that you have to remember. He's been injured, and he's had some injuries over the last couple of years that have kept him out. Uh, now he's finally coming in, and, and he says he's healthy, and he was recently asked about the rumors about him not staying with Boca Juniors anymore. He said, that's not for me to worry about right now. Uh, it's something that I'll talk about at the end of the season, which is the correct answer. Yep but also not the correct answer because that means it wasn't really a no. It means you want to talk about that it. That means you want to talk about <laughs> it, and it wasn't a no, right? Yes. So uh, if the Galaxy are going after Benedetto, uh, even with some of his recent injuries, he could probably light up MLS. Well, and, and I think when we talked about it last week, when the rumor, we said, well, they have Zlatan. Do you want to bring in another number nine? And then you see what he did on the ball, and he said, well, how do you turn that away? I mean, I was, I was critical of Siggy for uh, hinting that he didn't want Zlatan because he wanted to buff up his defense. And I said, well, if you have an opportunity to get Zlatan, you get Zlatan. Watching what Benedetto did, you say, well, if you have an opportunity to get that guy, you get that guy. And so that's the tricky thing is what formation do they play? How do you make it work? How do they all get minutes? But you see the talent that he has and the ability to turn on the ball like that. And the, then, the move and he then made. The shot. I mean, you, you want that guy on your team. <laughs> there's no question that you try, to, you try to make that happen if there's a possibility to make it happen. That poor defender. I don't know who it was, but he went one way and yeah. Benedetto went the other way and then he <laughs> struck the ball. There was no rotation on it and it was it just perfect right into the side. Yeah. It was a pure strike. Top of the 18. Um, just a really great thing. Uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic, of course, is an amazing player. Uh, in fact, he's so amazing. Um, here, is, uh, here is how amazing he is. Uh, I quoted this as uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic is an efficient machine. Uh, <laughs> this was from uh, Tom Bogert from MLSsoccer.com, who's a contributor there, put this together. Uh, Ibrahimovic has 22 goals and 10 assists in 26 games, or 2,053 minutes, which averages out to a goal or an assist every 64 minutes, wow. or <laughs> 1.40 times per 90. So as it stands, that's the highest goals plus assists per 90 in league history. That's ahead of Diego Serna in 2001 at 1.37 goals plus assists per 90 and ahead of Kobe Jones in 1998, wow. uh, Mr. LA Galaxy, Kobe I was Jones. Say, those are serious seasons. I think that was the Miami Fusions, Diego Serna, if it, I remember correctly. It, uh, 2001. So yeah, yeah it, could, it, it right. could have been right. So uh, And Kobe Jones, 1998 at 1.35 goals plus assists per 90. So Zlatan Ibrahimovic doing something you have not seen in Major League Soccer. And let's back up there. Every 64 minutes, he has a goal or an assist. Yes. Drink that in. 
That's it. Doesn't take him a full game no. to get a goal or an assist, which and which is how every once in a while he gets a goal and an assist yeah. because it happens on the same. Well, it has game, to. Right? Yeah, with the math, one point five, one point four, it's going to happen. He's going to get a goal and an assist, or two goals or two assists, just the way you work work out the math. He has to do it, and and that's incredible. Oh. I mean, for someone, we talk about comeback player, the injury that he had, and for him to be able to do that. And what impresses me most are the assists. Um, you know, he's. When he first came, we saw some of the struggles that he had with the, that first touch and getting his feet under him. But you look at that ball that he placed on Allison Drini's feet for that third Minnesota goal, and it was spectacular. So the, it's not only the finishes, it's the service that he's providing his teammates as well. Well, uh, before we get to the Houston Dynamo game, I love how I keep teasing this. It's perfect, just dragging <laughs> everybody right along. Uh, and by the way, Zlatan looked like a drunk giraffe whenever he showed up the first time, and now he, he looks like he's <laughs> an actual... A drunk giraffe who can hit one from 40 yards out. That's who, what he looked like. Who continuously <laughs> scores goals uh, and, and has done something amazing. Uh, but before we get to that, uh, the MLS Players Union released their second... Uh, release, basically, of numbers that came out for the MLS players' salaries. Um, this is our only way of finding out because MLS gives us absolutely zero information regarding salaries um, and certainly not in a wide enough area to be able to actually analyze any of this stuff. Um, so the MLS Players Union comes out and they do, as I've been told many times, a fairly good job of releasing numbers and the numbers are as players and coaches and agents have told me are fairly close to what they're actually getting paid. So whenever we look at this, we can actually take a, a different sort of view of the LA galaxy and how they stand. Now, the first thing I want to highlight is uh, the LA galaxy and their spending uh, right now, their total spending for the LA galaxy in 2018, uh, $17.50 million. So uh, they are second in total spending as it goes. And if we, uh, I'll even throw some charts up on, uh, on the YouTube broadcast. If you want to check them out, uh, they're also available on corner of the galaxy.com. If you go to my article about MLS player salary, all these charts are there. Say Josh loves charts.com. I think <laughs> you, that, that should be the new name of the, of the website. I am so You're not killing a, it with the charts. Do you know, like I'm so not a math person. I hate math, <laughs> but like these charts and, and it, doing it is satisfying stuff. when you, when, when you look at it and I know you'll, you'll get to one of the graphs you have there. When you look at it, it really paints a picture of what's going on with our team. Yeah, it does. And so um, so as you're looking at total spending, $17.5 million, I will tell you that between the first release of numbers and the second release of numbers, so I think we had the first ones were in May, mm -hmm. the second ones are released, technically it's the September numbers, they're released in October, but they're September numbers, so it's good through a certain time. Uh, that allows you to uh, take a look at any summer additions that came in. Now, we all know the LA Galaxy did zip and zero during the summer transfer window. Nothing happened, except for one thing, which was Emmer Clementa got released and uh, Shannon Williams was brought in. Now, the overall change in guaranteed salary was, was a total say, of $5,000. Okay. And that, that didn't affect the 17.05? That didn't, it's that in didn't the, change It's it? in the rounding there okay. somewhere. Or 17.5 right? million? Yeah, so $17.5 million. It doesn't really change much at all. Um, but as you look at it, again, Toronto FC, the spending the most in Major League Soccer at $26.5 million. LA Galaxy spending $17.5 million. Chicago Fire, $15.5 million. New York City FC, 148 uh, Los Angeles Football Club, 14.1. Montreal Impact, 12.6. And it goes on all the way down to the very bottom. Houston Dynamo, the LA Galaxy's opponent, uh, $5.8 million. Wow. Giovanni Dos Santos makes more money than the, the entire, entire Houston wow. team. 
That's I didn't that's, know that's that's that stat until I just looked at until that. Until you said it out loud. Yeah, it was interesting. <laughs> it was an interesting sort of take. Um, what we can then do is, being that we have, uh, you know, the total numbers, I can tell you that uh, the between the first release of numbers, so basically before the summer transfer window and after the summer transfer window, the total spending in Major League Soccer went up about $10, $11 million total. So there was 10 or $11 million added to payrolls between the first release of numbers and second. The total number that we have right now, and this is minus two FC Cincinnati players, I should put out. Yes. Uh, because it's... Uh, Fernando Adi yeah. and Fatai Alashe. Fatai Alashe were both traded to Cincinnati signed, that doesn't exist. Signed by Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah. That, that don't exist. Um, <laughs> and so they do at the USL level, which yeah, is why still. they won USL the regular season, by the way. That'll get you there. That'll get you there. Um, so they have that. I didn't. I left those out. So there's probably, yeah, I think... Uh, 1.5 million or 1.6 million dollars that, that's added to that as well if you really want to do it but there's 255 million dollars almost 256 million dollars being spent in major league soccer so not a small amount whenever you realize it's it's, it's a lot of money especially when you think about the players that um, the league is trying to attract right and uh, the product that we're putting out on the field you want you want to see money being spent and so an increase in money being spent we can have a lot of conversation on how that money is being spent and the type of player you're getting, but the fact that the the, the money is going into the players, um, that's a good thing. Yeah, you know, it, yeah. Is it going to the right players? Are the players getting what they deserve? That's a different conversation altogether. Absolutely. Well, now this allows us to uh, technically break down the positional spending by the team. So that means I can tell you how much each team spends on forwards, midfields, midfield defense and goalkeeper up to a certain extent and understand that the designation of position by the MLS players union is not a perfect thing. As a matter of fact, they have Perry kitchen listed as technically they kind of list him as a defensive midfielder, which they don't need to do. They could just put him as a midfielder and that would put him into a correct thing. Well, in our very first one, when we looked at it in the LA galaxy, you have the highest paid defense. That's what everybody did. Um, not that his $500,000 changes that scope about the LA galaxy having the highest paid defense. And we'll look at that chart, but this time I actually moved Perry kitchen because I have the exacting knowledge of where he plays into the midfield where yes, he's supposed to he's technically not a defender. I do not have the, uh, the knowledge of where everybody else plays. Um, and nor do I have the time to try to figure out <laughs> 30 or say, 35 players. MLS who, yeah. super wacky Supreme scenarios. I, I, I don't need to go on that. But anyway, whenever you look at forwards in the spending, Toronto FC spending the most amount of money. Uh, let's see. Josie Altador and Sebastian Giovinco pretty much do that. that. Usually will do it. Yeah, yeah. that does it. $13.1 million for Toronto FC. Los Angeles football club is in a number two position, $9.4 million. LA galaxy sit number three in spending on forwards, $8.8 .8 million. Ola Kamara, Zlatan Ibrahimovic, say, Giovanni look, Dos Santos. <laughs> you look at those three teams and you look at who is on their roster and that makes sense that that rolls in at one, two, and three product on the field and results for Toronto tells you something different, but they are coming off a championship. Yeah. Montreal impact down at number 23 at $1.2 million. Houston Dynamo 21, $1.3 million. Again, all these charts are, uh, are on the YouTube broadcast or they're on our, uh, our website. If you go and look at that article, uh, as we go by midfield, the LA galaxy actually spend eighth in the league at $5.1 million. Toronto FC, the most expensive midfield. Michael Bradley's involved in that. $10.0 million. Chicago Fire, 8.7. Bastion Schweinsteiger, uh, $8.7 million. Montreal Impact, 7.2, which is interesting. Montreal's kind of high on this list it's for them not being... Their as, name keeps getting thrown around here. And it's it's, it's going to get caught yeah. in the defensive side, too. Let's go to the defensive side. Um, remember, the LA Galaxy did have the highest rated or the highest paid defense in Major League Soccer. They also had the highest paid defender in Major League Soccer as well. That is no longer the case coming out in the second part of this, and I will tell you right now that Siggy Schmidt will kept arguing with us and telling us that the LA <laughs> Galaxy did not have the highest paid defense in the league and that Jorgen Shelvick was not the highest
highest paid defender. He obviously knew the numbers that we didn't know, that, know until, and we had to wait. Well, so by our numbers, we were correct. And that's the interesting thing about these lists. It feels like the salaries changed from May to September. And so it seems like the ones they're releasing now are a lot more accurate. So I think now we can, we know, get a much better picture, a much clearer picture. Again, not a huge change, but there are subtle changes that you could be more specific on who's the most expensive, who's not the most expensive. But it's still expensive. It's we still, still have a very expensive, several very expensive defenders. Yeah, El- so El- don't, don't discredit that. Our fifth in defensive spending at $3.08 million. Uh, New England Revolution almost spending $4 million, $3.949 million uh, on defense. There is a major reason that they jumped up so high. Uh, in fact, it's a very easy one. Uh, Michael Mancien, who uh, is making... A, a $1.37 million is now the highest paid defender in Major League Soccer. And the Montreal Impact sit in second in defensive spending after they signed Rod Fanny or Fanny uh, sure. for $1.225 million in guaranteed compensation. And again, it makes sense that New England spends that much on defense because you saw how that defense played so well against Real Salt Lake missing all those players in Salt Lake just hung a bunch of goals on them. So it's a good thing they're spending all that money on defense as they're, you know, cause they're sitting atop the league. They're always in conversation for supporter shield. <laughs> that one's crazy. Yeah. I don't know how new England is spending the most money on defense. That's insane. Well, and, and so whenever Mon- you feel bad about the money, the LA galaxy is spending, go and look at well, new England's and, roster. And Toronto was on the high. But, but most Toronto, of those. They won an the, MLS cup those, last year. Those seem so. justified. In terms of look at, you know, what those players have done and they're not going to decrease in salary when you look at who those players are. Yeah, I was going to say the only people, if you really want to talk about goalkeeping, it's interesting. The LA Galaxy sit at 16th in the league in goalkeeping spending. So very, what a value we have. Very frugal. (laughs) Um, Colorado Rapids. Well, that's Tim again. Tim Howard, $2.75 million. Nobody else cracks a million dollars. And Colorado is spending 2.7 on a designated player goalkeeper. Uh, you think Colorado could probably put one of those free kick dummies in the middle of goal and, and get similar results, wait, finish, wait. finish similar place in position on the table? Well, here's the problem. Whenever you look at Colorado and just to sort of beat in on them, they are 18th in defensive spending, but they spend the most on goalkeepers. It's like, well, it well, doesn't matter who's back yeah, there. Yeah, you, you put the rest of the cones out. It's not a hockey net, all right? It's not like you can just get the big guy and he can stand yeah. there and block a whole bunch of stuff. Although I certainly think hockey goalers are great. I don't want people to get mad at me. I just, I didn't mean <laughs> Shrink it. the pads. Already, already how it is. Uh, that's how it is. All right, if we look at the LA Galaxy explicitly, we already told you they're paying about $17.5 million, but how does that break down? per player. Well, I have a wonderful chart that you would love to see. Uh, Giovanni Dos Santos is the highest paid player on the LA Galaxy. None of that surprises you. He takes up 34% of the LA Galaxy's total and complete salary. Jonathan Dos Santos uh, takes up 11%. Roman Alessandrini, 11%. Zlatan Ibrahimovic, 9%. Shelvik, 6%. Kamara, 5%. Cole, 4%. Siani, 4%. And then you have a whole bunch of guys at 3%, 2%, 2%, and 1%. And then you get the guys who are actually less than 1%. All of those charts, everything can be found on like Rhode Island, New Hampshire, they don't fit on the map, so you just kind of have to, you know, imagine that they're there when right. you look yeah, at the map. Exactly, exactly. The United they, States. They're all there. I, I, I want to make sure I put every single person on there. They're, the entire salary and the entire roster is accounted for on the chart. Um, but again, it's a pie graph and those little sections at the end because you know uh, uh, Vom Steeg makes you know X number. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's it's, he it's has there. His, he has a sliver of the pie. It's, it's just it's just very small. <laughs> All right. Obviously, obviously Giovanni Dos Santos, the largest uh, piece of that pie. Not that that should be a surprise to anybody. And I think a fascinating thing about this chart is when you look at, um, you know, the players. And again, if you're you're go to cornerofthegalaxy.com to see the chart or if you're watching the live stream, the players with the lines coming off their chart, which means they don't this piece isn't big enough for them to fit. Yeah. Those are a lot of players we're relying on. Yeah. 
uh, you know, for this late playoff. There, there's push. Pedro's in there too. He's Did in you see one point 1%, 1%. There he is the, right there. Yeah, he's enjoying his timing. He's Greece. a one percenter. You he's didn't a, you didn't know, did you? You didn't <laughs> I had know. I my suspicions, but now I know. Now you know for sure. All right. So that's how uh, all those things sort of lay out and uh, again if uh, head on over to cornerofthegalaxy.com where you can find that. All right. Do you think maybe now we're finally ready? To, I think to, so. to talk about the game. Everybody's like, they're never going to get to the, they're, they're never going to do it. We've been teasing it. And I think, you know, it's all but a foregone conclusion, but now we have to actually talk about it. Well, I figured being, it is one of the last ones of the regular season. This is the last game of the regular season. Uh, there's no guarantee that I will get to do another game preview next week. Um, I figured that I would uh, attempt uh, one of the things that I have done throughout the year, but have, have stopped in recent weeks. I was going to say, I've missed these. I know. I, I figured you would. So I will attempt. Again, cold read. Never never tried this. Didn't <laughs> practice it. Uh, we'll see if I can give you my best uh, dramatic reading of the LA Galaxy versus Houston Dynamo, and then you and I can talk about it. So without much further ado, let's get this thing started. The LA Galaxy 13 11 and 9, 48 points go against the Houston Dynamo, 9, 16 and 8 for 35 points. The home record for the LA Galaxy, 8, 4 and 4, 28 points, where Houston away is just 1, 10 and 5. And a matter of fact, that one win came at Chicago, 520. Uh, that was uh, that was a long time ago, May 20th, a 3-2 win over Chicago. That is their only win on the road the entire season. The last five games, the LA Galaxy 3-1-1 and for 10 points. The Houston Dynamo 1-3-1 and for 4 points. And all time between these two teams, the LA Galaxy are 10-10-7 and against Houston Dynamo and 5-3-4 and at LA. Uh, right now, the LA Galaxy sit in 7th in the Western Conference, 12th in the Supporter Shield, with the Houston Dynamo being eliminated from playoff contention, 10th in the Western Conference, 18th in the Supporter Shield. Right now, LA Galaxy on a four-game unbeaten streak. Uh, that goes against Houston's three-game losing streak. And, of course, Houston in those last three games have been outscored 5-11. to 11. And only and if you really want to get crazy with this, they are uh, – they have only – I'm trying to read where I have the wonderful last stat. Last 17. Yeah, there it is. Uh, Houston have only won three of their last 17 games. They are 3-10-4 during that time. Uh, so the LA Galaxy certainly seem like they are the strongest uh, team out of this one. The game kicks off on October 28th, 1.30 p.m. This game is on Spectrum Sportsnet. Spectrum Deportes, uh, I already noted the Lakers are not playing in this particular <laughs> game. So uh, the LA Galaxy led by Zlatan Ibrahimovic, 22 goals, 10 assists. Mauro Minotas has 17 goals, and uh, Romel Kyoto has 12 assists for the Houston Dynamo. Uh, David Bingham, eight shutouts, 120 saves, 182 shots faced, going against probably Tyler Derrick, we think, as a replacement. Uh, and he has faced just 77 saves. Excuse me, uh, seven saves and 14 shots faced uh, outside of Joe Willis, who has been their goalkeeper as well. One of the big notes that we have, of course, A.J. De La Garza back and healthy for the Houston Dynamo. I'm sure A.J. would love to get a little revenge on the L.A. Galaxy for trading him, Eric, but that's what you have. The L.A. Galaxy, of course, going against the Houston Dynamo in a must-win game at StubHub Center on Sunday. All right. So what do you think of this particular game? We've sort of been hinting and talking about it the whole time. Uh, where do you see the LA Galaxy having success? And uh, I mean, this, this in my mind, Eric, this is an easy win, and it should be an easy win. Yes. Uh, the Houston Dynamo are motivated only by the chance to wreck the LA Galaxy season, which is a motivation. But is the it LA, though? But the is LA it though? I know. It kind of, <laughs> I, 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 get, I get where you're coming from. Yeah. The LA Galaxy are motivated by the chance to get in the playoffs. Yes. If you're weighing those two motivations, and one I, should be better than the other. And I think where we're at right now, the Galaxy, are in the playoffs. The, the last game versus Minnesota was a playoff game because if they did not win, they were out. And the Galaxy are in the playoffs this Sunday because if they, they do not win, they are knocked out. So we're already in the playoffs. The LA Galaxy are already in the playoffs. Right. Do we say we're? 
I feel like I, I've switched over to that. I, was, I wasn't saying that before. I you, think that's a no-no. That's you. That's you. You <laughs> do right. whatever you the want. The LA Galaxy are already in the playoffs. And I think you look at the form, and you mentioned it, 11 goals in the last three games, uh, You know, 14 in the last four, if you count those. That, that's a lot of goals. The LA Galaxy can score goals. And you saw against Minnesota, when they were motivated and they were hungry, they scored goals in bunches. And I think Houston, you say they can spoil the Galaxy season, but I just don't, it's not a natural rivalry. It's not a game where, you know, these players are going to be looking, you know, super motivated. Their season is done. I mean, we're looking at their lineups from the past few games, they're starting a, a backup goalkeeper. And yeah, that's Tyler why he, Derek, And that's yeah. why he has fewer saves uh, and the statistics weren't there. So I, I don't know that we're seeing a, a super motivated Houston team. So th- I think the LA Galaxy should win and they should win big. I mean, this should be like a 3-4-0 game. Uh, but granted, I will give the caveat, going back, Minnesota, D.C., San Jose, all these games were games where the Galaxy should have mopped the floor. Colorado, they should have mopped the floor with these teams, and those teams came in and gave the Galaxy fits. It's a much different situation now. Now you see them motivated. You see them clicking. They're playing well. I mean, it seems like everyone's happy and in good spirits. So I see the Galaxy winning and winning big. We do have to worry about uh, Manautas. He's someone who, who scores goal for them. He's going to be dangerous. So maybe they'll sneak in a goal, but the Galaxy should definitely outscore them. If Houston gets goals... The Galaxy should have more goals. Did you talk about the the Houston's last three wins being against San Jose, uh, <laughs> I did not. And against Portland, and against Minnesota? And and you were right to to whenever we were getting ready for the show, Eric's like, yeah, and and who have the Galaxy struggled against? Yeah, uh, San Jose, Minnesota, Minnesota. Um, but they didn't struggle against Minnesota. Well. And so, I mean, again, you have to look at it almost in two different lights because the LA Galaxy of old. Uh, earlier in the season. Uh, Our LA Galaxy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, whenever you look back at them, they were not a good defensive team. The team in the last three games has been a great team. I mean, a four games even, mm-hmm. has been a good team. They are keeping the guys off. They've only allowed two goals in the last four games. Yeah. Um, they're scoring a whole bunch of goals. You look at how they're attacking and how they're playing with confidence. All those things are true. Um, so I just think that, listen, all the games you look at Houston and you go back, and Houston has lost a bunch of one-goal games. I mean, mm-hmm. they have. And you look at them, their last win was um, was a 3-2 win You know, on September 29th. That's the last time they won, by the way, September 29th. Uh, a 3-2 win. Uh, their last loss was just against Seattle this, this last weekend uh, on 10-21, and it was a, a 3-2 loss. And so it, it's a lot of 3-2, 2-3. And know, I believe when they beat the Galaxy back in May, that was a one-goal game as well. Yeah, and so... Where they won. Yeah. Played where, in their favor. Yeah, where, and, and they're so, all close. So, so they've all been close, but when you look at the, again, just look at the payrolls. Look at what we just told you about how much spending. Look at Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Look at all of these things showing, and the LA Galaxy really should walk completely over Houston. And I would imagine Houston comes out, and they may try to pressure the Galaxy early. What, what I'm thinking, I think this game plays out very similar to the game against Minnesota in Minnesota. You saw Minnesota had chances. They had early chances. They wasted them. Uh, and they were able to put you know one of them away. But I think we'll see something very similar. Houston is going to have their cracks. It's going to be what can they do with them. But the Galaxy are also going to have their shots. And so are the Galaxy going to be able to finish? But I just think with the crowd at StubHub is going to be electric. Zlatan's going to be putting it all, all, all on the line. The way the defense is paired up, Romney and Stairs, you know, what a great story. You know, and you look at the salaries and, and, and how they compare to the players that they're benching and how well they're playing. And they're really, you can tell that they're, they're playing with pride and they're, you know, almost like they're proving it to people what they can do uh, as that center back pairing. So they've been great. So I, I just, I just don't see a scenario where Houston wins. I just don't. I feel like the Galaxy will win and they'll win big. The uh, the the biggest storyline outside of the uh, the playoffs right now, outside of a must win and all that stuff. The biggest storyline, Ashley Cole's potential last game. 
Also true. We didn't mention that. Yeah. No, and, and that's something I wanted to. Uh, Larry Morgan did a great job uh, covering Ashley Cole and talking about it. I think his aunt and his uncle are flying in for the game. I mean, listen, this is a guy who All says, are who says it. it's not over. <laughs> and certainly if the LA Galaxy asked him back, I'm sure he would do it. But this is a chance for it to be over. I mean, this could be it. One ball slips in the net sideways off of somebody's noggin. And all of a sudden, you know, the LA Galaxy aren't going to the playoffs and Ashley Cole's done. Um, you know, I, I fully believe that it looks like Ashley Cole will be going to, to back to England and, and possibly uh, going to coach with Chelsea and coaching youngsters and that type okay. of thing. Um, so, I mean, he has a place to land and, and he's been so great for the LA Galaxy. You'd hate to see him go out, but that is a potential right now. You are witnessing, and I've been warning you now for the last four games, the possible end of the career of Ashley Cole. You should be honored to be able to watch that because I'm honored to be able to cover it. And that's true. That's that's very true. We, It's someone who... he. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of torn on this because he does get the credit. He does, you know, the fans do appreciate him. Player who, if you're watching But him, he's underrated too, But though, he's right? underrated at the same time. It's almost like he doesn't get that full appreciation. So, uh, you know, again, I, I had to read the notebook and him mentioning that his aunt and uncle are coming in. All signs are kind of pointing that he may know. Uh, so if he knows, then the team knows. And as the captain, uh, if there's going to be any type of motivation, you know, behind the scenes in the locker room, I'm sure that his teammates are keen on that and that they'll, They'll be, they'll be playing for him as well if they're aware of that. If they know this is Ashley's de- last stand, then they're going to want to leave it all out there for him for their captain. I mean, techni- you would think. You I, would think. I mean, technically speaking, even though he has a contract, it could be Zlatan's last game as well. I mean, you don't well, know if, the future if you believe, here. And I think if, if you believe that, if Zlatan is leaving and you know the type of person that Zlatan is, he wants to go out That's right. on a big note. So he's, he's going to be playing for everything as well. So Ooh. even if he knows he's going to take off, or, you know, and who knows if you're going to believe any of those rumors or not. But if he knows, he's not going to want to go out losing. He wants to go out as the guy who shocked the world and, and took the LA Galaxy, who were dead in the water, to and, an MLS and, Cup. And took him to an MLS Cup, brought them back to life. Uh, I'll tell you again, I'll echo uh, uh, Mr. Larry Morgan's uh, tweet to me, or, or actually, he didn't. He I was going to say, he doesn't yeah. tweet. He texted me, though. Larry's very good with the texting. Um, so I think he would be good at Twitter, but I just don't want to unleash that animal. You know, it's huh. like you're sort That's of like. What, let's give the people what they want, Larry. Yeah, it, it very well could. Um, so you look at, uh, as Larry said, there's very often that it's not very often that you get to cover a game that has, you know, real uh, consequences for not winning. And, yes. you know, that you get that in playoffs, but playoffs aren't always a given. But this is a game on the very last game of the season. Uh, this is the, the Galaxy played 33 games. Yes. It's a 34 game regular season. You're there. You have a chance now with one. And you can throw away all the drop points. <laughs> throw away those things that don't matter because if you win, uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I, t- I will tell you, if, if they don't, then, then you gonna, go back to that. you. You'll pull those back up. Oh, of but, course you will. But but to Larry's point of you know a game that means something, even if you make it uh, past that knockout round, round, then you get the first leg. But there's always the second leg. So you know that first leg, it's really up in the air. Nothing is really final after that first game if you get it at home. So this, yes, you're absolutely right. There's everything to play for here. This there are huge consequences to not winning. So chat, it's chat, exciting. Chat room would also like me to point out that uh, it could be Geo's last game. I think they're being awfully optimistic about some of that stuff. But oh, hey, we'll, see. Uh, we'll certainly Then he see. has everything to prove and everything to play for as well. So if he comes on with three minutes left and, need, and the Galaxy need a goal in order to, it's going to be a tie game. He comes in, he's going to have to score. Geo could be the, Gio the, the hero. hero. Geo the hero. It could happen. I feel like we should make a bet if that happens. Like something... <laughs> Like we, we should do something do super show wacky. Shirtless. Yeah, something yeah. wacky if that if that actually happens. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how that. I, I don't know. It's not. It's that. There's there's <laughs> lots of things that could happen. Yeah. MLS is wacky. I certainly agree that with that. I don't not. know if it's that wacky. <laughs>
All right. I yeah, mean, that's next level. I mean, it would certainly prove, it would certainly be an answer, a somewhat answer to a lot of the stuff. It's never going to answer fully for this season. This was a lost season for Giovanni Dos Santos, kind of almost regardless, unless he goes on a tear in the playoffs and Galaxy ended up winning an MLS Cup on the back of Giovanni Dos Santos' six goals in four games, you know, however it goes. So uh, that's what I'm, that's where I'm putting my money on. Yeah. Going straight to Vegas with that. That's right. <laughs> Who's who's gonna score the winner? Geo, Geo. One dollar on Geo gets Listen, you twenty thousand dollars. We're discrediting a team that was down three zero, brought in someone off knee surgery who just got off a plane and won the game four three. Nothing is impossible. Ah, the impossibility, <laughs> the the impossibility of nothing being impossible in yeah. Major League Soccer. Soccer. Uh, Somebody mentioned that we should probably get a Geo tattoo of something that I don't want to get. I don't think I ever. <laughs> You're want, not no. willing to take that ride. No, not willing to take that risk. <laughs> MLS is way too crazy for that. So anyway. Uh, that's where it is. The LA Galaxy facing off against uh, the Houston Dynamo coming up on Sunday, October 28th. This one's for all the marbles. When in their end, the LA Galaxy get past it and they will go to a knockout round game of a team to be chosen later. In fact, almost immediately after uh, everything gets done, you'll be able to figure out where the LA Galaxy are going and who they'll be playing. Uh, and then you'll also be able to eventually find out uh, what time that game is and if they get by Houston. Have to win against Houston. It's very simple. Uh, it, it's that easy. Nobody could possibly easy. say on this podcast that we have not caveated that yes. enough. That if the LA you Galaxy, win. they are expected to win, they, they should, should win. win. Um, and if they don't win, it's a huge disappointment, and it throws a lot of things into question. And certainly, it would, it would, oh, it, it would uh, the the angst that would release. I'm <laughs> oh, sure so we run in some special circles. I think uh, you know if you listen to Corner of the Galaxy, if you follow uh, the Galaxy on Twitter, you get a very specific. Hue yeah. to, to your galaxy outlook. Yeah. So yeah, I, that picture would be would be interesting. I think in general, it may not be that uh, insane, but if if they miss out against Houston, yeah, chaos can ensue in those chaos. groups. Chaos, <laughs> chaos, crazy. You know, sometimes it's almost fun to vote for chaos. It's uh, almost fun to see. I would. It's, it's fun until it happens to you. I, I would. I would love to see what happens if this game is tied going with ten minutes left in the game. Th th again, that'd be exciting. <sighs> It'd be exciting. Who's who's not watching? Who's not at the edge of their seat? Have the galaxy come off on the losing end of an exciting game this year, or are they exciting because they've won? That's a good question. Well, I mean. Like Mar San the miracle Jose on March 31st was, was definitely an exciting, exciting because they won. Yeah, because yeah. it was pretty dour there to start yes, with. It absolutely. was 3 nothing. So, um, all right. Good times. Okay, That's something. That's Chat room, do the research. Yeah, you guys do it. I don't want to <laughs> do it. I got other things to do. It's a good question, though. All right. Uh, remember, you can, uh, of course, follow us on Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, all those places. Which, congrats, there. by the way, on Spotify. Did we That's, not mention that? We didn't mention that. That's a oh, big deal. Okay, yes. We are on Spotify. Uh, we did it. It took us some time uh, to finally get it pushed through, but we are there. So if you like to listen to podcasts on Spotify, uh, you can follow us there on Spotify and, and do that. If you listen to your podcast on iTunes or on Stitcher or on SoundCloud or on um, Pock, what's my Podbean? Pod, what's my there's favorite? A, there's a few one? different ones. I have my my favorite one is like the really good one. I tell everybody to get. And, oh, Pocket Cast. Okay, Pocket Cast is my favorite. I, I really like it. But if, however you get it, you should be able to find us. There shouldn't be a place that is Google Play. We're there apparently. I think. But, I don't know. I haven't really. But why looked. I say Spotify is a big deal is one the process of getting it on there, but also. When you listen, a lot of people listen to their music. So you listen to your music and you don't have to toggle back and forth through your different apps. It's just all there. So yeah, all there. We're all covered. So all the congrats, Spotify. Congrats to you. Thank you. Corner of the Galaxy, type it in. That's how you can find us. Uh, we've been talking about it on Instagram and on Twitter and everything else. So if you are, are getting confused, you can reach out to us. We'll help you point you in the right direction of finding us there. Corner of the Galaxy on Spotify. All right. Uh, anything else? 
That's it. Win and we're in. Win Let's win. and in. That's it for the LA Galaxy. That is absolutely, that, that'll be end of the regular season. Uh, overall, if you look at the, the season standings from last year to this year, you have to say there's an improvement, just as yeah. we've been saying, but certainly it took a stretch that was the last five or six games for them to come back into something yeah. that uh, uh, approaches an improvement. Yeah. Sometimes and, you have to hit rock bottom to and, realize... And how, how good you have it. And certainly most of that is Latan Ibrahimovic. And, <laughs> I, you know, if you take him off the team, it, it gets different. Um, it gets way different. And it gets kind of weird, too. So uh, it, it's all interesting. This offseason is going to be f- absolutely fascinating. Yeah. But uh, hopefully the offseason doesn't start uh, after the game on Sunday. Hopefully the offseason starts uh, after the LA Galaxy lift an MLS Cup in December, right? We'll cross that bridge when we get there. Let's, we'll do that. All right. Uh, why don't you tell people where they can find you? And we'll get on out of here. You can find me on Twitter at GIS Hammer. You can also hear me on the Guys in Short Sports Los Angeles podcast. It's a great time to be an L.A. sports fan, so check us out at Guys in Shorts LA on Twitter and at Guys in Short Sports on Instagram. You can also listen to the Rams House because the Rams are undefeated, looking to go 8-0 this weekend, so you can listen to them at the Rams House on Twitter and wherever you find your podcasts. All right. Thank you very much. Uh, if you're looking for me on Twitter, it's at Jay Guessman, J-G-U-E-S, M-A-N, and of course, at Galaxy Podcasts, where you can find us. Uh, head on over to cornerofthegalaxy.com. You can get a scarf. We're still doing uh, $5 off our scarf all the way through the end of October. Type in COG20 at the discount code. Click on the shop button on our Corner of the Galaxy page, cornerofthegalaxy.com shop. That's where you can find all that stuff. Uh, that, that'll about do it. We'll see you out there at the game on Sunday. LA Galaxy versus Houston Dynamo winning their in. 1.30 p.m. kickoff time. All 11 games around Major League Soccer kicking off at the exact same time. All right, for, for Eric, the Portuguese Hammer Vieira, I'm Josh Gessman, and you've been listening to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Have a great one, everybody. You've been listening to the Corner of the Galaxy podcast on cornerofthegalaxy.com. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Galaxy Podcast, and be sure to check out and subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher, and Facebook by searching for Corner of the Galaxy. And for all of your independent LA Galaxy news, discussion, and entertainment, including this podcast, head on over to cornerofthegalaxy.com. Fans, thanks for listening. We ask that you be kind and courteous to your neighbors as you leave the podcast. We thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you again. Until then, I'm Michael Araujo, and on behalf of the entire Corner of the Galaxy crew, goodbye, everybody.